fix yourselves. Why don't you go fix yourself? Here's a headline. How about go fix yourself? Go fix yourselves. Go fix yourself. What's the grossest thing that's ever happened to your body? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. I, I mean, I think there's a lot of things... I wasn't prepared for this topic, but I think there's a lot of things that come that come to mind. So, you know, running for one, mm. right? Constant. The uh, marathon squirts. Oh, well, didn't get those because I think I was so, so, so nervous about that happening. Uh, for those that don't know, apparently halfway through a marathon, it's very common for people to go number two. And I was told this. And basically, <laughs> oh man! Right before, should I go the into detail? Point. Should I sure. go? Sure. Okay. So, um, so much so, it's like you did a coffee uh, enema. No, my buddy, he was like, um, who did the marathon with me? Shout out to Dave. He was like, hey, uh, first marathon I ran, I didn't use any of these this stuff they called the nut butter, and nut butter oh, is nut basically butter. for like chafing on your nips or like chafing on your thighs, and he's like. I also now put it in between my butt crack because he said he had to go to the bathroom in the middle of a marathon once uh-huh. and the poop was like really hard because his butt was chafing and it just was the worst thing Ooh, That doesn't ever. sound pleasant. No. And so that's what I did. And luckily I didn't have to poop, but like that was one thing I was really, really worried about was well, like yeah, it makes- pooping halfway through a marathon. Like I was like, I don't want to like take a break. I'm already in pain as it is. Yeah, like, like when that's the worst. I don't know why. I mean, maybe you're raised to be like, I don't know. We do have this kind of shell where we're not supposed to talk about poop and pee and yeah. all this stuff that's like natural. Never yeah. been a person, knock on wood, that yeah. never experienced <laughs> anything like that. But yeah, like even when you're like walking or hiking or something like that and you get sweaty and then you start chafing or something yeah. like that, it's like you're not, you can't really talk about that with everybody because people no. are like, why are you telling me this? Right. But I mean, I think that's good things to know is like, especially, you know, because I was going from like zero, I've talked about it on here before. I was going from like zero to, to a hero. Yep. Yeah, zero to hero. And, uh, I really didn't know what I was doing. And so to have those little like nuggets of like, oh, this might happen. So here's how to combat that. To that combat was nice your to nuggets. Have. Right. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> yeah, I, no, that's funny because I mean, you. I've seen the pictures and videos of what? people. <laughs> what are you hold on, this? Uh, let me finish. Like running marathons that just have complete diarrhea like running oh, down yeah. the back of their legs yeah. you know you're that's a thing oh for sure i know and it, for people listening it might gross you out and i get that but at the same time it's a you go totally, run a marathon yeah, and say, try not to shat I mean, yourself the uh the marathon for me it took me you know this was my first marathon i was the slowest out of all the guys and i you know whatever but uh that was it took me like five and a half hours yeah run 26.2 miles i think that's great yeah i mean but there was definitely, I think, uh, there was time where I was like, I need to go to the bathroom. Like, I had to, like, dip into the woods or whatever or, like, go to the outhouse and pee really quick. Yeah. No, I mean... Not really pee, it, I guess. It makes sense. I was sweating a lot. Yeah. I mean, I was going to say, it feels like if you're sweating a lot, which in Alaska, I mean, unless it's a super yeah, nice day, you're not going to be sweating stop. a ton. But but there was a lot of time where, I like, I stopped 
and I was just walking. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I probably walked several miles. You know, what I mean, just but because I wasn't running the whole time. It goes back to like you completed something yeah. that you put your mind to, and a lot of people would be like, "Oh, you walked. You're not a real marathoner, or whatever." Yeah. Those people can go suck most it. of the time. Have probably never run a marathon. Yeah, and they probably always, never will. It's always the peanut gallery that like yeah. puts you down, and. It, you know, it reminds me of something I saw on the internet that was like, people, uh, you will never get criticized by people doing more than you. Yeah. And and it's like so true. Like people that sense. have time to like tear you down about, oh, you're telling me you walked on your marathon? <laughs> <laughs> oh my. I hope you didn't oh collect my. your 26.2 sticker because <laughs> I hope there's an asterisk on it. <laughs> Like there's just people not, you know, yeah, they've never it. done it themselves for the most part. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, t- thinking about the marathon, I, I think I, maybe I've talked about this because I've talked about it here and there on the podcast. But I think, you know, the one thing that really helped and I'm a very big advocate for like um, not doing things alone. Right. Yeah. You, I struggle, you gotta have that partner. I struggle with going to the gym by myself. But if I have someone there, like a trainer or someone waiting for me, it makes it a lot easier for me to like actually go to the gym. Yeah. Same with running. So what we did is, you know, um, I was approached, hey, you should do the marathon. I was like, that's not going to happen. Talked me into it. I was like, okay. Then I talked to several other buddies. I even think I talked to you. And like, hey, let's do this marathon. And it was like, you know, a lot of the guys wavered, but then we looking it up like on YouTube and then right. started like looking at schedules and stuff and like that. And it was like, okay, yeah, let's try to do this. Let's train for a marathon in three months. But I don't think I would have been able to do that if I didn't have the support. Yeah. I think I remember I asked you if you're going to walk at all when you run the marathon. And when you said yes, I was like, I'm out. <laughs> I, I'm not going to be a part of this. <laughs> I'm just going to go ahead. Nope. Uh. So yeah. that was my excuse. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't. I mean, you. It's like it, it's a lot though because I feel like, especially because we were like three months and then we were gonna run a full marathon. Yeah. So we were going from like running and walking two miles and struggling with that to running and walking, you know, twenty six miles. And so the schedule we chose was very intense, and it's like you know. Yeah, I, d- I don't think it was the smartest decision. No, it, it really, really wasn't, I think. But, like, it had to happen that way. Yeah. No, or I, I would have, like, if I would have a longer time, I would have been able to be like, I'm backing out. Yeah, it wasn't the safest uh, route to go for that. No. You got I it mean, done and you... you the, well, the thing is, too, I definitely went through two injuries. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was just like, you know, yeah, my my body was like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. My, my butt is shaved. And my <laughs> yeah. knee hurts. My my knee hurt, and so I had to go get a knee thing, and then I effed up my ankle, mm-hmm. and then like that, like I couldn't run or walk on that for weeks. You burn and off then, all the hair on your scrotum. Oh, dude, and, and that that happened. But that actually makes me go faster. Yeah, Shoom. yeah. You know? uh, but like my ankle injury, like it went away, and mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this is awesome. And I actually had a triathlon because he's, you know, you want to get like a little bit of a race. Yeah, like. Before that, yeah, and you so, don't want it to be your first. Yeah, Mason, my buddy, signed up to um, a triathlon before the marathon. I was like, you know what, I'm going to do that too. And I was like, why the fuck did I do that? Because I was like, I can bike, I can run, 
I swimming. can't swim. <laughs> I am not. I used to be pretty good at, but I would never learn like how to do it properly. It was yeah, more yeah. just like, you know, just doing it for the sake of doing it. And so that was a struggle of mine. But, um, you know, it's just like, I think having that support system and being the, the accountability, right? Because it was like, we had a t- uh, group chat that was basically like, all right, I ran my four miles today. Right. And I was like, damn it. I got to run my four miles today. Yeah, it's true. It's you know like what I mean? that I, we talked about this many times, shame and stuff like that of not accomplishing something that, yeah. you know, your buddies are doing is, is very powerful. It, I'm not saying it's perfect for everybody. No. It's and, certainly not. And I, and I think there's a, uh, there's a positive and negative with that. Positive is like, you're getting it done. But the negative is like, you're not really learning anything for yourself. You're just like more of being like, you know, like, uh, it's it's more like you know you're not learning for yourself. Does that make sense? You know what I mean. Like well, you're, you're not, not learning how to be push yourself. Responsible you're not for learning yourself. how to yeah. motivate yourself. You're just trying not to let other people down. Bingo. My thing is I'm uber competitive. Yeah. In most everything, I hate like we talk. I hate oh. losing. So if yeah. somebody is like outdoing me and it's something I feel like I can do, I'm like, nope, mm-hmm. I'm not going to take the L here. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna go do that. Um. Yeah, I, I, and like so I said, you would you would be running you because I mean like we would they would send uh, we would all send screenshots of like right. our time and how long we went and you know because it was like the accountability thing like hey guys I did it and, <laughs> and uh, pictures of your chafing you know this and whoever horrible. whoever did it first kind of like that was the because you know we all had the same right. schedule it was like eight miles today and then it was like Mason uh, my buddy who is a very fit guy he would do it in like you know, eight minutes a mile or something stupid like that. Yeah. yeah. But like, we'd all try to like, you know, get to that. Right. And I mean, of course for me, it was like impossible. Like I was like trying really hard and I'm like 10 minutes guys, I did it. Well, yeah. I mean, it's, it's a testament that, you know, you're all at different places fitness wise and all that stuff. But but I think that, I think that is one thing that like I wanted, I finally had that goal of like, let's do this marathon. Mm -hmm. But how do I get there? And I was like, I definitely need to not do this alone. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that really helped because it's like if they would have been like, okay, well, we'll see you in June when the marathon happens and then just been like training on our own, I don't think I would have been able to do it. I think I would have backed out. Yeah. You know I, what I mean? I think there's a lot of things that it just, it's much better with a partner. You yeah. Know? Big time. Like sex. Because, well, Yeah. I mean, yes. That was the first thing that came to my mind. You dog. <laughs> well, as you know. You dirty dog. Uh, but yeah, like doing something like that, I feel like if you would have analyzed your marathon for like a week instead yeah. of just jumping in, you probably would have been paralyzed in terms of like, uh, in a, in this a is too dangerous. Yes. You, you, my legs are broken. <laughs> I'm Lieutenant Dan. Aww. But like, I feel like you can't sometimes think too much about what you need to do because me, I definitely battled that. Mm-hmm. With the marathon, I started researching like, yeah. this is how to run a marathon in three months. Oh What's yeah, I definitely plan? did that. Blah, 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 blah. And everything kept telling me, this is not a smart plan. Yeah. Only do if you have to. And I'm just like, <laughs> it definitely wasn't. Man, I'm going to break my legs. But see, I do that and I think it, it works out in the end like, even thinking about me jumping into full-time freelance, which was a goal of mine, right? So you think about yeah. it, it was like a goal of mine. I gave myself six months. Opportunity came at month one. And I was like, ah, I'm making the jump. I'm going to go. 
I'm doing it now. And like, that was so stupid. I didn't have, you know, I jumped into it. And I didn't have the savings. I didn't have, you know, everybody's like, you got to have at least three, six months savings or whatever. Yeah. To, you know, make the jump. And I didn't have that. I didn't have like 10 clients lined up to give me money. Yeah. Right? I had this one opportunity and I was like, I'm taking it. Let's go. Yeah. No, I mean, I've, uh, and I also like always wonder if, you're just a statistic of like you're one of the few people that got luck. Lucky is relative, but you I worked for my shit. I, I know, I worked I know. For my what shit. I'm saying is you didn't run into any huge roadblocks. Yeah, like at that at that ins- time, right? Yeah. So, for instance, somebody's like in the same same seat as you does the same thing. Yeah, breaks their arm in a in a snowboarding accident and then has fifty thousand in medical bills or yes. something like that. Like yes. I'm just saying. You avoided any like serious things that would make you yes. reconsider. Yes, at the beginning, I I think yeah because I think that's the the thing. I was like I was very financially unstable. Yeah, in the beginning, so You're like just one thing away from really bingo. Well, I mean, like you know, look at my car. The car, my my car. Yeah. I had the worst problems with that thing, and you know, it was a VW. Loved it. Thought it was like one of my, my, it was probably one of my favorite cars I've ever owned. But like that thing was like $2,000 to fix like a $200 part. You know what I mean? Yeah. You had a lot of trouble with it. Right. I did. And um, that was my big thing. And uh, like it just like kind of came and kept coming. And uh, I don't know. I think it's like you have to, for me, it was like, okay, I'm here now. I made this jump. I have one client. And it does not pay me what I need every week. So where do I go from here? You know what I mean? Yeah. It was asking those questions and trying to figure out, okay, what's the next step I have to do? And so I think that was the big thing was like, you know, trying to figure out, okay, like I need to get more clients. Okay, well, how do I do that? You know, and what do I do? And it was, I was still at the time vlogging. So I was still marketing my vlog and that helped. Um, I think the one thing too is like I read an article that was like, before you make the jump, make a list of 40 plus people that you can hit up and ask if there's a project that needs to be done or something. Right. And so I made this list and I think, you know, there was like, a I probably contacted 10 to 20 of them, but I never really had to go into full depth. And I think that's another thing too. And also where I live, Alaska, it's, it's not... Like you're not competing. Yeah, there's not a million people here. Right. Like I'm in not, not in Los Angeles where's there where there's like, you know, three thousand of me in a one mile. Right. Yeah. It's like here there's there's a very good core videographer group, but it's not very like competitive or like, oh, you still have that client or that client's coming to me now or whatever. It's just like it's very like there's like ten of us. Yeah. You know it's, what I mean? It's like a small pond with Small to medium. Yeah, so fish. I think, and that's another thing that I saw was like, all right, it's going to be easier for me to stand out here, and yeah. so this is what I want to do. So let's do it here, and that's why I love Alaska because it's like you can we built businesses here in Alaska and like have been able to like make it something great within a year or two. Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely easier to get exposure here than a lot of other places yeah. for sure. But I do also feel that makes us lazy sometimes because we don't have to 
struggle as much I, as but I mean, I, yeah, I was gonna say, I think it goes back to I said something like I can't remember what episode this was, but like, um, it's very easy to get comfortable, yeah. you know, keep doing the same thing you're doing and then just like rework it for another client or whatever. Just like it's the same thing, but just a different theme. And so it's very easy to get in that little headspace and never like get outside the box and stuff like that. And so I don't know, in my head, yes, that is very hard, but you have to stay on top of that and be like, okay, no, let's do something completely different here. Yep. You know? And that's the intro to episode number 10. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes I feel like we just like go and I'm like, man, we don't tell people hardly anything, which is kind of good. But I I like that because it's like, I just hit record and we're literally talking. And then you can tell. I can tell when you get quiet sometimes. Yeah. But sometimes I'm like, man, I I should not say this right now. <laughs> we're this one yeah. we've started talking about penises before. This one's gonna be <laughs> yeah. talking about but like we're really children just at the end of the day. Next time we're gonna be talking about boogers. Yeah. <laughs> I mean Oh, I could talk about boogers. Boogers are really weird. Yeah. Have you ever like thought <laughs> we are we're going about into boogers? This. Okay. <laughs> we're doing it. So I read this thing because I was like, what is the fascination or the habit even of boogers. eating boogers? Oh, okay. And I am not a scientist, doctor, anything like that. <laughs> this is what I've read. <laughs> and feel free to call me out for being an idiot. But it sounds like it's a trait of people that have poor immune systems is what I think I read. Really? As a way to um, strengthen your immune system because you're taking germs and dirt and mucus and eating it and to strengthen your immune system. I don't know if that's true. This is Yo, just that I, sounds like But doesn't it kind of like shit. make sense? Like No. Well, how do you like think of Dwight on The Office when he is trying I think to it's, increase his immune system. He has everybody like sneeze on his bread, right? You try to build it up by introducing oh, more so germs. Gross. And I was like, you know what? I don't know why, but that makes sense to me. I mean, yeah, I, I guess in my head it makes sense Plus a little a bit. But I was gonna say it's more just like you were a child, and it's just like that's it's just kind of kept. But like, how does that? Why do you start? Why do you? Why don't you eat your ears earwax? Some people, I'm sure, do, but why not? I don't. I if mean, you're just gonna be talking about digging in orifices, why not? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there's many holes you could be digging in. Um, I don't know. I I mean, I I, I really wouldn't have the right scientific well, I don't ba- either evidence or the background. That's to- just what I've I've read. Is is it's a in people. <laughs> This was so many years ago that I read this. This was so many years ago that I read this, but that people um, that do have poor immune systems will, or or when their immune system is changing and it's weak, they tend to eat their boogers more. Weird. And and again, I could was this be, a, um, was this on uh, like babylonbee.com? <laughs> no, was on I the Onion. No, I I just remember looking at because I saw a kid picking his nose. And it like, just that's a good thing to Google today. Yeah, I was I literally I was yeah. like, why is he like why does he do it? Maybe it was an adult. I yeah. can't remember. But I was like, how does that carry over? Is it just a habit that people just never drop? Because you, it's not uncommon for kids to like eat their snot, you yeah. know, like when it's dripping in their mouth. <laughs> right, exactly. 
And <laughs> that was so gross. And it's like, why? Why? You know? I don't know. Well, that's why I wanted to look <laughs> I, it up, I, Steven. I, I, I mean, that, that's not God. one of the things that I'm like, I'm curious you about. Never, I'm curious I never really about thought way about too that. much. Well, that's I mean, I think problem. that's good, though. I think that's really good. Yeah, but I'm curious about a lot. Like, what are we talking about? A lot. <laughs> you're so, looking out into the distance. You're zoning out. Like, you're thinking about something. I, I left off the episode last time with biggest fear. Yes. And I want to just discuss this because I think I'm crazy okay. in some regards. So I'm going to give you a second to think about what is your great, like scariest thing you can imagine. Okay. And while you're thinking of that, I'm going to tell you a little story. Okay. If you can pay attention to both. But the scariest thing that I can imagine happened to a guy, and I'm going to butcher this story a little bit on details, but this is how I picture it. Him and some buddies went cave exploring, right? Oh, no, like the descent? Sort of. Great oh, movie. Spelunking scares yeah. the shit out of me. So I can't remember where it was. It's a famous hole that leads you to like this place called the Devil's Den or something like this. Some cra- Like it's a really tight. There's a sex joke in there. The Devil's. A hole that <laughs> the leads you to hole. the Devil's Den. <laughs> <laughs> but so it leads you to this like open room, right? You have to squeeze through this area oh, and you get in, God, right? No. Whoa, 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 whoa. It gets better. I'm already freaking I out, know. man. So this guy thought he was going towards the devil's den oh. or whatever it was. He, he took the up, wrong hole. He, he did. <laughs> wrong hole, wrong time. He gets no. stuck. Oh, by himself. Well, he's with other people or behind him, I guess. Oh, he man. gets stuck, pinned like way deep in this cave, right? So he can't yeah. get out. And there's no, he's like around a corner kind of thing. I know. I'm getting uneasy talking about this. So they get out (laughs) and then they go, I guess, get um, a rescue crew. And they're like, you know, he's stuck down there. He can't get out. And they figure out that they can't get him out from there. So he's down there for 12 hours before the rescue team. And in details, I'm sorry. Look up the story. It's real. They go down there and they have to put an IV into his leg, I think, uh-huh. or some part of him that they can reach because he's pinned. They're like, you yeah. can't do anything. They And then they basically feed him drugs to calm him down because he's freaking out. Oh, yeah, I would be too. And so... That's why I don't do this shit. Thank you. Yeah. And so he dies. Oh. He suffocates to an extent, I guess, Damn. and dies yeah, like 24 sense. hours later. Oh. Do they retrieve his body? No. They seal up the hole. And so he's still down there. Oh, my god! And so this is where my They're voice... They're like, okay, devil's den. This the hole is... butthole claims another one. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's That's really bad. We should not laugh but, about that. But um, that scares... It, it, that, so, that, that's how we deal with uncomfortable situations. Humor. Is humor. But so what I've learned that I'm super good at... Is I, is I can imagine in such vivid detail that I can put myself into a panic attack. Like I, right. I'm laying down in bed thinking this about would, this story. This is why you would make a good detective. Maybe I can picture things. Yeah. And so I'm laying in bed next to Molly and I'm like, my eyes are closed and I'm thinking about the sensation of like your arms are pinned to your side and you can't like move. And then That's, like you start breathing faster and it feels tighter. Oh, yeah. You see those movies where they're like crawling through 
that the caves. That was my well. So he, oh. before you even told me the story, and you're like, think of a, a fear, like a big fear of yours, claustrophobia kind of stuff. My mine was like being um, buried alive, a- avalanche, or that oh like something gosh, like that, like yeah, being upside down oh. and unable to move, and like having something pressed against your face, and yeah. not knowing which, which way was up. up. And then like I can't imagine the idea being buried alive is another one. Yeah, I mean that's, um, that's and, sorry in like a in like a casket. Yeah, that, that that's where that's I was where going. going. Yeah. yeah, so I think of Kill Bill. I don't know if you've ever seen. Yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So it was just like, gah, gah, gah. I think of this movie called um, uh, Vanishing. The Vanishing was it's Sandra Bullock's first movie. I think one oh, of her first movie, Kiefer Sutherland, and um, oh Kiefer, yeah. And uh, premise of the story is that his girlfriend disappears on a trip. Oh. Um, no. And he's searching for her for years, trying yeah. to find her because he thinks she was taken. And spoiler alert, uh, you, you, you just rent it. It's good. I was gonna say, but there's I a casket scene where oh. it is like, you know, you hear it's pitch black, the lighter comes on, and you're in a casket with oh, the thing no like thanks. right up to your yeah, nose. No no. And then there's dirt coming through, and oh, he's like starts man. scratching. And it's like that. I can visualize that so clearly that like you can put yourself in that mindset. I I literally had to get out of bed and like hurricane my arms around because I felt so like confined. Oh, yeah. And I like I'm not even kidding. I could I could have cried. Like, oh wow. Like I've worked myself up into this like Could you do tizzy. that on cue? Totally. If I wanted to, really, yeah, that, that's and a I really do it good... in the shower too, like because I'm thinking like, what if the shower, like, you know, is... maybe you're Mister Colin, maybe you should be an actor. You can put maybe. yourself in this headspace, like that's what actors do. Yeah, no, I mean that that is part. I don't know if I could actually do it, but just thinking about that situation, yeah, what would you do? Like, yeah. you can't do anything. Like being helpless mixed with being uncomfortable mixed with like yeah. you're impending death i mean that's the worst i'd that's, be like kill me exactly that's what i would say but what if they couldn't i mean like if they could give them an iv they could you know shoot me with for sure just shoot you in the butt a bunch of times till you die. <laughs> oh. just get a machine gun no, i don't want see i wouldn't want pain see i, I think in, what in if, well what if you had to choose one or the other a machine gun to the butt or slowly you just getting Asphyxiate over time. I mean, yeah, to just the, the, right the gun to the butt. <laughs> yep, right uh, up Main Street. But I think I try to hit my heart in general. Like, you know, being claustrophobic, being buried alive is scary. But oh, like, fudge, you know, just death in painful ways. That's just that's I think what we're scared of. Yeah, I think a lot of people are. I'm not scared of uh, pain. I'm scared of prolonged pain. Yes. Right. You but know. I mean, like, I, I don't want to. Yes. You know, nobody like wants that. Right. But yeah, exactly. You want to go kind of peacefully in man. my head. Like, that's what I'm like, you know what? I just want to, like, you know, be in a bed and have the fire fell on and sleep. Yeah. And just fell asleep. And then I'm never woke up again. Like, yeah. I woke up and I was in heaven. Yeah. I mean, that sounds great. But I just feel like, you know, yeah. You want some adventure, sort of, maybe. Mm. Like skydiving. Oh, I guess that would be fun. I mean, because you right on the it'd impact. be pretty inst- maybe. Yeah, I don't know. See, it's just like this is this is where like I remember as a child growing up and being so scared of 
death because it's like, you know, you learn that. And I think, I think I was like age four. I was like, that is something that we all go through. But we you, will all die. Were you really scared of it being raised in a religious house? That well, see, that's what I was because gonna, I, uh, that's where I was. I always felt to. like, oh, I got heaven to look forward to. So I think who cares? I, I was more petrified of it because of that. Mm. Because so you know, I was you know, I accepted Jesus into my heart, and I was the reason I did it. And I remember this exact moment is because we got to the picture Bible, and Jesus was on the cross. And I was oh, like, yeah. that is a messed up way to die. And I don't want to die like that. And then like, you know, because of that, I was like, well, I need to become a Christian because, you know. That's what they're going to do to me. <laughs> I mean, like I just, for some reason I was like, you know, God can save me from that pain of dying like that. Like, I don't want that. Um, but it, it was always in the back of my head. Like that was why I became a Christian because like I was scared of dying in a painful way <laughs> so right you're four and the teacher's like steven you're not gonna die like that it's okay <laughs> please don't crucify me <laughs> oh. i mean but you know i i think four-year-old steven thought that was a very real thing that could happen and yeah, it's no, still yeah. like even when i well, watch the passion get crucified or, all the time that's what i'm saying like it still happens and yeah. like it it every time i hear of it i'm like Ugh. yeah like, that that's definitely another fear of mine i think like but you look at it it's just like Every fear I have is dying in a way that it's uncomfortable. Yeah. Well, you know, it's weird to think about and it's kind of morbid is that how many people have died that way being crucified? Probably, you know, hundreds of thousands. I don't know. Lots of people. And you think like your experience, like, oh, it'd be so terrible. And you're like, oh, yeah, not to mention that a hundred thousand people died that same way. And, you know. It's just weird to think that people it have was, done that. Yeah, I would say that this was a very that was a very normal thing back then. To say, die yeah, that I mean, way, I wouldn't say it's. Yeah, I mean, I don't really know. Never. Really it's disgusting, but it, it um, hurts me to think about it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's lots of terrible ways to die. Yeah. Like if you want to go into it, you know, reading about ways to be tortured to death um, throughout. No, I'm good. History. I'm good. I I read some books. Yeah, and oh, I listened to some podcasts you, about it. <laughs> And <laughs> I don't understand, man. Yeah. I okay. Just, continue. I, I'm just going to tell you the one, the one that I think is the worst that I envision yeah. is, uh, there was one, it was the, I think it's called like the bronze bowl or something like that. Uh-huh. And there's, it's in the Bible, an aspect of it. And it's pretty well documented, but it's, um, like a golden calf or bull mm-hmm. over a fire. And you can open up the side of it and it's giant and it's enough for somebody to fit in, right? Uh, So they put you in there and then they seal it up and then they start a fire underneath. And so it's basically like being in an oven. Yep. And then eventually you would die. But but the part that, you know, I think think a lot of people just shut the button. They're just like, I'm done. (laughs) They're like, okay, guys, that was too far. This is, we've gone dark. I mean, I think about this stuff. There's a movie that has that. Yeah, yeah. But I can't it's like what it is. when you watch the movie, can you like picture it like vividly of what like imagine I, I being think on a ground that's hot. So hot that you can't touch the ground. I mean, you know like when you're walking outside in like Arizona and it's 110 oh, yeah. out and you're like you're can't walk barefoot so you're like hopping around. Yeah. Imagine not being able to hop a, uh, hop a, to safety. Like you're just, just constant. like hopping until you basically give up. 
It, oh man, it's just dark. Wow, Kyle, we we went dark today. Um, so go fix yourself, people. This is <laughs> don't do anything that would well, get yeah, you say, put how in. Do, there. How do we like you know tie this up to fixing yourself? Like you know, don't be scared of death, you pussies. <laughs> I think it's more of, you know, maybe don't worry about stuff that's outside of your control. Ooh, I like that. Good and, job, Kyle. You know, mm. that, I wish I wish I had like sound effects. I was going to say that's like a Yeah. But like you can spend all day paralyzing yourself thinking about that kind of stuff, which I do. I mean, at night. At night it always I think you can actually even think take this into the anxiety because I feel like a lot of people have anxiety and it's mostly about things that they can't control. You know, I was actually, yeah. I mean, I mean, talking yeah, a big to, number of that. I, I, you know, and this is kind of a weird thing, but like, um, you know, there's been many times where I have a video in mind, and I get very, very stressed because it's like, you know, I want to make this a good video. Let's talk about uh, the vlog, for example. Okay. There was one day, I had this whole day planned, and um, basically, oh, it was like a weekend. And I think we were going to go laser tagging or something like that. And it was like this whole big, you know, vlog. And it, you know, that was, I was banking on that. And so what would, you know, I would release every Wednesday and then basically I would film in the weekends. Right. And so basically I was like, you know, this whole thing, I was like, that's my vlog for the next week. Okay. That's cool. And that fell apart. Right. I got so much anxiety from that because it was like, well, what the fuck do I do now? You know, because I have nothing else. So basically, I had to like come up with something I'm gonna go to cave sh- diving. Oh, I'm gonna go. That will never cave. ever be. I know. Now, never. I ever. will. I'm not even gonna step foot. No. In. I'll be like, I'll wait out here for you guys. Yeah, I'll call for help. Did you ever see like The Outsider on HBO? Uh, yes, I watched part of it. I think. It's the good, first couple episodes. It's good. Um, but it's there was like, like part of a sci-fi one, right? No, it's like Jason Bateman. And there's like another Jason Bateman. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah but the yeah, other yeah, Jason yeah. Bateman's a Yeah, but it's, like a, but it's a sci-fi. Like he has a twin. I guess that is like a yeah. sci-fi, yeah. Um, anyways, uh, there's a lot of splunking in there. And I was like, nope, no, thank you. I'm going to wait out here and check the woods. I no. don't need to go in these creepy caves. I'm not going to be an archaeologist. I've seen too many scary movies. Yeah. First off, the you know, you'll find a tomb down there. Yep. The mummy, you'll find a <laughs> demon down there, the exorcist part three. Um, let me tell you. Yeah, let me tell you what you're going to find. Uh, there was even like a video on YouTube. It was like, I just stumbled on it. It was this guy like going into the underbelly of New York City. Yeah, no, no. And it, it was like just pitch black. And he's like, hello, anybody here? Yeah. We're just coming and filming a YouTube video. I was like. Don't say you're there, you idiot. Like, what if they come out of the the Well, you the don't want to sneak up on them either, though. That's the no. thing. So there's a movie on YouTube. That's and I know point. we totally just pivoted off of your, your yeah, vlog yeah. stuff. We'll, we'll go back to it. But yeah, um, it's As Above, So Below or something. It's called that. It's kind of cool. Yeah, it, but I watched it on part of my horror movie thing mm-hmm. that I was doing on Netflix. So it's about the catacombs under Paris. Oh, I yeah, think, or, yeah. Is a par- whatever it, it Paris is. Paris has catacombs. Yeah. yeah. So it's about, um, uh, I think there's somebody missing. And so they go looking for him in the catacombs. And this girl's trying to find, or she's looking for some sort of artifact. That's what it is. Yeah. But uh, so she has to find a tour guide that's going to like knows the underground. And they go searching under there. And it's based on a book too, I think. But very real. 
because it's based on a story about somebody that got lost down there and they never found them. Was it Egypt, actually? Going into no. the pyramid? Okay, no. I recently heard a story about that. That's where it like starts. She's like in the catacombs there. And gotcha. then she hears that there's another part. It's almost like if... Uh, That's why you don't go over the tour What's ropes. Nick Cage uh, movie? The National Treasure? It's like National Treasure Love for like um, horror kind of thing. Okay. Whatever. Anyways, I love National Treasure. Very creepy movie. And you should not National Treasure. This oh, as like, of, dude, that's Nick a very Cage's family acting friendly. is scary. <laughs> but watch that when you get a chance. It's pretty good. As above, so, so below, below or okay. something. I'll it's, look into it. Yeah. Um, anyways, so the anxiety, we were talking about, you know, dealing with that. It's like, so anyways, I got super, super anxious and basically just had to like come up with a vlog, you know, come up with a story, go to over here, go over here and just like film stuff and just make it happen. But the whole time... I was anxious about it. You know what I mean? Just because yep. like the my original idea that I had thought about for several days. And that's the thing. I think, you know, you see for me, it's like video. Like I see the video play out in my head. I see what shots I'm going to get. I see what I'm going to do. And then sometimes I get ideas when I'm there. So I'm just going to add those into the ideas that I already had before. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, it's very, that's what we do as videographers. We have to visualize what, the final product might look like before we even, you know, do Shoot, it. Yeah. And so I think, you know, I spent several days thinking about it, maybe even writing down ideas, like how am I going to do this? How am I going to do that? And basically, you know, it doesn't happen. I'm like, oh, well, what the fuck do I do now? And so it's like, you know, even though I came up with a video, might not have been my best, uh, I was anxious through the whole thing. Even though I knew like, I was going to finally have a vlog and, you know, finally get it done. I was still anxious about that. And that was out of my control. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I mean, I've, I do agree that a lot of people feel anxiety about things that don't have any. Yeah. Well, I would well, I and say. I, I, well, I think, you know, and I'm thinking about what Alicia has taught me too is like, because, you know, there's been times where, you know, we've been together and I'll be like freaking out of my head because something's not going the way I planned it. And that's just my anxiety talking. And she's like, well, no, that's your thoughts. Basically, the anxiety part is like for there for, you know, just a couple seconds. It's you choosing to hold on to that, hold on to that emotion and continuing that on. Yeah. So it's basically like, you know, just choosing not to think about that and changing our thoughts. I don't know. I'm still learning and working on it. Yeah. It's like. I would have incredible anxiety going into a cave. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And I'm not like an anxious person, but yeah. like I will will think the absolute worst thing is going to happen to me. Right. Just no. walking into a closet. I am there with you. Yeah. I think I think that's just, you know, we've seen so many horror movies. Yeah, I feel like those have actually made me believe think less bad things will happen to me. Really? Yeah. Oh, see, I, I think it's some sometimes it's the exact opposite. Yeah, like I'm, I'm like I think of Hereditary, where you know if there's ever like a dark, I mean this you oh, know, a dark corner in the dark corner, and somebody's then up there. There's a naked uh, guy in like the shadows. Oh yeah, off to my left. I've or experienced whatever. that. <laughs> you know, uh, for people that don't know, that is actually part of the movie. I have been to camp. and I've talked about Hereditary and how that kind of screwed up my head for you know a. a, a the kid actor is so the the boy. Well, he's not a kid, but yeah. 
Bush. Yeah. Her, that's what uh, her head yeah, does. Yeah, no, that, that teenage actor or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's great. Really um, good. I, but I think everybody in that movie just like did so good. Mm-hmm. And like, I know they're actors. I've seen movies with them before in it, but it just like brought me into that movie. You know, I was in it. Yeah. And I was like, you know, you, you're talking about like, I can feel what they're feeling. And I was like, that's that movie important. did a really good job. I think Ari Aster, the guy who wrote and directed that movie and Midsommar, um, he did a very, very good job bringing you into the story and making you feel like uncomfortable. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because there's a lot of these movies now, like Uncut Gems. Did you ever see that? I didn't watch it. Well, it's not a feel-good, happy movie. It's not one that's designed for you to be like, oh, that was a nice story. No, it's a very uncomfortable story. Great storytelling. But the whole movie, like, you are shifting your weight. You're feeling uneasy. You're kind of like looking at your phone. It's like there's a lot of uncomfortability there because it's like real life. You know what I mean? I think there's like Hmm. you can get into is that it worth person's watching? brain um i think I adam sandler adam sandler does a phenomenal job uh i think it's definitely a great piece of it was storytelling instant yes so but yeah i was for a filmmaker like someone who wants to make films absolutely um as a normal person that just wants to be entertained by movies no hmm. you know what i mean so yeah. there's a maybe there's a balance there in the middle yes go watch it but, you know, I think for, you know, if I were to show my parents that movie, they would have been like, yeah, yeah, what the heck did we just watch? Right, right. You know, that, that I mean, it might make it onto my list one day. Maybe I'll, yeah, I'll check it out. It's cool. You know, the weekend's in it. Um, uh, who, there's a big NBA star. I can't remember who it was, but he's in it. You know, Adam LeBron Sanders James. In, no, not LeBron. Um, and it, it is a cool, it's a good story. But there's a lot of uncomfortability there, and they do a really good job making you f- just like as the movie progresses, you're just getting more and more uncomfortable. Just like, oh, yeah. I uh, recently, this is off off that, but uh, I watched a music video, and I think some of these people that are putting together music videos for some of these like underground bands, like who directs, like most of the directors of bands music videos are not like big names yeah but sometimes they put out some like incredible work um like people that film art architects videos mm-hmm. like you're like i've never heard of this guy before oh that, that doesn't tom mean welsh. any tom welsh well i'm just saying like for instance like you're not usually familiar with too many music yes. video directors yeah there's because there's so many of them right so i watched this one for a heavy heavy metal band right darko us regardless yeah. doesn't matter the music sludge video they did, just like it's just, but they put out like a dun, softer, dun, 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 not quite. Dun, dun. It was like a, oh, that was, dun, 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 that was how it started. Oh, I can't get into that music. I don't it know was, like it wasn't, okay. but the music video <laughs> was clearly about a old man and then he's looking back at his life looking back at me that's the third time (laughs) i'm gonna do it every time i'm telling you we're getting sued starting to do it in real life now too it's becoming a problem i've lost some friends (laughs) anyway stop (laughs) so this guy's looking back at his life and he sees and is obviously his wife's dead yeah passed away and so Mm -hmm. it's uh 
just did a really good job of like. Are you as, trying not to say looking back again? I'm trying not to mention the <laughs> can, L word. I can see you and your brain turning. glancing back at the story. <laughs> you know, you start thinking about, I, I don't know. It was just for a small music video. It was really well done in terms of like making yeah. you feel stuff. Yeah. And that's so important in videography is just yeah. like getting the client it's or the, the story viewer. it's the storytelling aspect of videography because you know when it comes to you know and we're we're coming from a video aspect a lot of people won't be able to relate to this but it's like we're trying to tell a story with just pictures you know if there's no voiceover or if there's no like actually host of the the the, the video you know right. telling you like, hey everybody hola mi amigos you know, oh, I was like, God, <laughs> that's another one. But I mean, like, if there's nothing there, you have to like, you know, for me, like or my head goes to between beaches. There's a video I did. It was like I was invited to me and my friends were invited to this resort over uh, out, out of, you know, Homer, a, a port here. <laughs> the old Homer resort. <laughs> no, I mean, it's past, it's yeah. out of Homer. You got to take a boat and it's go across, across, the, the, across ocean, the bay, across the bay. And um mm. Inlet, inlet, Whatever. yeah. yeah. So I, I was trying to think of that, and the I was word. like, "It's Alan Homer." I don't know. I couldn't think of it. Um, spit, but like, I didn't. I just wanted music to be there. Uh-huh. I didn't want it to be like, you know, "Hey, here we are today." Blah 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 blah. I just don't want to do that, right? Because I've done that in the past. Not really what I want to do anymore. So I wanted just to tell a story of like a typical day that could be at this place. And luckily, one, two of the days that we were there, we just had gorgeous sunshine Mm -hmm. so i got the best shots and i just basically was like all right you first wake up you know it's a very slow morning you're having coffee outside your tent and then maybe you go kayaking and then you have a little drink and then you go and do the hot tub and you jump into the ocean then you go into the sauna and then you have cocktails Mm -hmm. by the fire you know it's just like i wanted to that's a story right there right just told through visuals and um I think that's kind of a hard thing to do, but you wanted to evoke that like emotion from yeah. people. To you like, want people to see that and be able to taste, feel, smell, yes, everything. Yeah, and doing. so that's you know I put a lot of sound effects in there as well. Mm-hmm. You know, so like you know if there's someone jumping into the ocean, you hear the sound of him bloop. jumping. Yeah, <laughs> just like bloop, bloop. <laughs> but I mean, like you know, I think that's very important. Of like, you just want to tell a story through you know visual and audio oh uh, uh, yeah audio visual um yeah i think that's like why mukbang is so popular which is so weird you know muck yeah like yeah the le- my least favorite thing in the world is hearing somebody chewing oh but there's something about watching them eat like okay. normal amounts of food and like making <laughs> obnoxious noises can that's i like can i huh. be honest um you're a mukbanger no Sorta, <laughs> I do. So there. Well, here's the thing. ASMR. Yeah. I have talked about this before. I don't know if I've talked about it on the podcast, but like there are nights where I just put on ASMR because I need a repetitive or just a constant noise. Yeah. Right. So I always sleep with a fan on or yeah, wind your, machine. Your white noise. I remember that. White machine. noise. Yeah. It's just like I always have to have like a con- <laughs> yeah, just a constant like sound. Yeah. So that that's something I can focus on to turn my brain off instead of like, you know, because I'm just ADD like crazy and I just have ideas or worrying about shit or whatever. It's just like constantly on, on the go, my brain is. Right. And so having a little sound where I can just like focus on that, just 
blocking out the noise outside, that helps. ASMR kind of does another level of that where it's just like a repetitive, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's like I'm not watching people who are eating stuff, but it's more like they're whispering into a microphone, which like I had no idea that could be so calming. Yeah. And sometimes they're not even saying anything. It's just like unintelligible Unintelligible is that a word? Is that right? We'll we'll say it's a word. Sounds it wrong is, coming yeah. out of my mouth, um, but whispering and like it's just like that can calm me. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> and then a freaking ad comes in like halfway. Welcome like, to calm. Like, this is God. it. Yeah. <laughs> Dang it! But yeah, no, we I, are weird. Where people are weird. It is weird, and it is weird how you know that calms me like the f down. Like I'll just like zone out, and like sometimes I'll fall asleep, and sometimes I'll just like. <sighs> Okay, I'm ready to go. I can start mukbanging yourself. <laughs> oh. It was a midnight snack. Uh, yeah, I just think don't that's judge awful, me. That's an awful name, mukbang. Mukbang. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's obviously not English. English. But, yeah. But just mukbanging sounds yeah. sounds very dirty. Yeah. It well, it kind of is. Um, yeah. All right. Well, let's wrap this podcast up. Let's talk about this podcast really quick and the um, ideas that we have moving forward. I have zero. <laughs> <laughs> and that's our show. Thanks for tuning Thank in. You. <laughs> um, no, I think, uh, you know, we've had some talks with people. Yeah. Uh, like they messaged us. And I know my cousin Delian, thank you for reaching out and messaging us me and talking about what you think about the podcast if you haven't done that please do please reach out to us or just email us at hey at gofixyourselfpodcast.com yep or leave a review right below the one that says steven sucks (laughs) and just which is actually a review it is a real review yeah it actually happened um but in my head there's some there's some really good ideas that people are like okay well you know you know and this this podcast started because we were like let's just make it easy on ourselves and then we'll tighten it up. And I think now we're kind of coming to the place where we're kind of feeling a little bit of a direction we're taking and we're tightening it up, yep. you know? And so I think in my head, and this we're opening in this my up. head. That oh, is that my could... least favorite song of all time. Like, Zombie. I hate Zombie. it. I hate that can it. be mine every time. If you say the phrase, oh, I'm gonna punch that's, you. Oh, well, that's uh, how I really hate. Well, that looking song. back, yours <laughs> looking sucks back too. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I mean, but I want I want to do it for like anything, like uh, you know, I can't think of it. Your you friend know. circle is already so small. You know, I went. I went. Uh, I took a. I took the back street. Uh, back street. Back. Oh, All no, right. Dun, that, no. Dun, dun, dun. I feel like that's not as bad of a song. Zombies pretty bad. Zombies, it's just not for some reason. It's just not my favorite. Anyway, before we go, what um, I'm opening this up to people listening. What kind of topics do you want us to talk about? Is it uh, very entrepreneur like? Is it you know content creation, um, self improvement? Yeah, it, or do you just want us to talk about kind of random topics um, like or, death? Yeah, being I mean, buried alive. We do. I mean, we do talk about random topics here and there, but I think you know, getting some ideas from other people. I think that might be a really good idea as far as like, hey, what do you want to hear? You've been listening to the podcast. We were down ten episodes, uh, or up ten episodes, or whatever. Um, where do you want the next ten episodes to go? 
Yeah. I mean, this is a journey for both of us, but as well as the people listening, we have made some relationships with people and they've let us know that they've been listening and we'd love to hear the feedback on it because a lot of times with friends and different people, you know, you hear a lot of positives about what you're doing, but we also like to hear like, what would you guys improve? What would be different? So don't be ever afraid to be honest with us because I can handle it. (laughs) Steven... May cry, but it's okay. <laughs> you know, and that, that is one thing I have been working on is like negativity. As far as like, you know, I want people to always have a glooming review with whatever I do. But then there's times where there's not a that. Glowing, not glooming. Oh, well, yeah. Sorry. Glowing. I was going to say glooming, gloom is usually not good. I guess me, I was thinking that's where I, like my mind does not do well. <laughs> And I've been worked. I've been working on it. It's like you know, fixing those thoughts in my brain to, you know, switch. Right. And uh, you know, that's tough. That's one thing I'm working on. Maybe that's something we talk about. You know, as far as like trying to switch that over. I don't. know. What do you guys want to hear? Um, let us know. We would love to hear from you. Just email us. Hey, at gofixyourselfpodcast.com. And you know, possibly if you you know that this episode is out you follow us on social media so or hit us up there yeah leave a like subscribe do all that stuff that people always just uh, just pound you with yeah uh, uh, i'm tired of being pounded okay <laughs> when i listen you, to podcasts you're pounding them well, and i'll pound them some more <laughs> but it'll be gentle I anyways think that, I think that's where we ended right there all right uh, gentle Thank you for checking out another episode of Go Fix Yourself Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, go check us out on all streaming platforms. Mm. Tell a friend. Mm. Leave a review. Mm. And Stephen, where else can they find us? I would love them to go check out patreon.com slash gofixyourselfpodcast. Now, Patreon is a platform for just a couple of bucks. You can help support your favorite creators and get early access to episodes from this podcast. And as always, go go fix fix yourself. yourself.